Hey, you're listening to Podcast Rewind with Erica Jarvis and Amy Randolph. This is the podcast about all of the podcasts that we just can't stop listening to. Enjoy! Welcome to episode 23 of Podcast Rewind. I'm one of your hosts, Amy Randolph. Don't forget, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at I'm Amy Randolph. Um, and sitting here this time, live from the podcast couch, is... Hey guys, I am the other half of Podcast Rewind, Erica Jarvis. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Erica Jarvis. And we have a surprise with us on the couch today, Amy. What's that? We have with us my college roommate, Rachel Wasserman, this weekend. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here. Thank Hi. you. Thank you for being our second ever guest of the podcast. This is an honor. This yeah. has been in the works for quite some time. It so really I has. Am it has. Excited. Yeah, you've been a huge podcast inspiration for us. You've told us about podcasts. We started our own podcast. I've been brushing up, waiting for this moment. So. Good. I'm Absolutely. so glad. So we have a rule here at Podcast Rewind, and that's anyone is welcome to come visit. But if you're here for the weekend, you're on the podcast. Yeah. So when you planned this trip a couple months ago, we gave you the heads up. You're going to be a guest on the show, and so come prepared. So I, I'm glad to hear you've brushed up. I am prepared and have told all my friends and family. Oh, good. So oh, yeah. So I am ready. They are ready. They're standing by. Let's do this. When we publish, we'll make sure to tag you yeah, so that all sure. of your loving followers yeah. will know your episode is up. Thank you. You're welcome. But Amy, what else do we do here at Podcast Rewind? We drink, bitches. So cheers, Cheers. Cheers. Clink, clink. We break officially. Yes. Welcome yes. to break. Welcome to Orlando. Welcome to Rosé Champagne on the Couch. And because a fit spring has a spring. Officially sprung this week. It's rosé season, bitches. Rosé time. And to celebrate, we're having a Corbel Brut Rosé Champagne. Um, it's afternoon. Everything's fine. Oh, yeah, no, we're it's totally to fine. We're podcasting a lot earlier than normal today because we got a guest in town. We yeah, got we plans. Got things to do. We things to Absolutely. Do, but we can stop and drink, what did I hear they call rosé the other day? Hampton's Water? That's funny. Oh, that is, I like that. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Hampton's like Water. That. I saw John Bon Jovi's son was coming out with a line of rosé called Hampton's Water. Yes. That's what the world of needs. Of course, yes. I know. Yes. I mean, those boys. summer house kids drink it like water. That's what I was wondering if that came from, summer uh-huh. house. And they drink Twisted Tea way too often for I my liking. Say, now, there's I was wondering be. if they were being promoted by <laughs> Twisted Tea recently. We think they must be. I watched someone, um, what's that thing? Shotgun, a twisted tea on this week's episode. I, yes, and I, I saw that too. I, I'm sorry, you have to be paid for that. Yes. You can't unsee it. No, no you really can't. Can no. Well, but no. listen, if they wanted to sponsor us, I would gladly shotgun a twisted tea if they wanted to sponsor this podcast. I don't think I want to be sponsored that badly. <laughs> we'll see. I, I, uh, uh, I also have twisted tea out of a can. I don't know if I could do that at all. I don't know if I could do that. I prefer a glass bottle. Yes, for, for sure. <laughs> All right, so we've had some drinks, and now, Rachel, this comes to the part of our podcast where we talk about things that we are obsessed with. Yes. It kind of creates a little bit of relatability and lets people (laughs) in on our lives, and so I'll start, and I'm obsessed to have you in town this weekend. We've got a bunch of plans. So excited. You got out of the freezing 
snowy weather yes. in DC. I'm excited to be here. I'm obsessed with being here. Yay! Yay! There so we you go. You See? totally nailed obsessed of the week. She's got it. Yes. Amy, what about you? All right. I'm going to be serious for a second. Not Please. too serious. But I'm obsessed. As we said, Rachel's here from DC, and there's a huge event going on today, uh, and that is the March for Our Lives uh, March on Washington, D.C. by those amazing um, Parkland High School students. Um, I'm just kind of obsessed in, in general this week. I'm obsessed with the time cover, with the enough yes, on the yes. front. I'm obsessed with Lin-Manuel Miranda and Ben Platt's um, Hamilton, uh, Dear Evan Hansen mashup yes. found that tonight. Was so good. So good. Um, just Lin-Manuel Miranda, I think, is That's so an amazing. weekly anyway. Yeah, he's, <laughs> right. a, he's, an, he's a general obsession. He's done so great at getting behind all of the tragedies mm-hmm. that have happened. I mean, obviously, he is a, a Latin American yeah. advocate, and when the storms hit Puerto Rico, he was massively there. But he was on this thing, this March for Our Lives movement, since since it was started just over a month ago. And then think back to the Pulse shooting that directly affected us here in Orlando. It was the Tonys that night. And he gave that beautiful love is love is love is love speech that I think is still being hashtagged Uh by members of that community. So I'm generally obsessed with Lin-Manuel Miranda. But um, in general, I just do want to call out and recognize and solidarity support I'm virtually marching with those March for Our Lives folks today yeah my brother like I just said to you guys sent me a message from the Tallahassee March good for him um a hilarious photo guys butt buns not guns so I'll take that any day and your fiance is at the march right yeah is he really I am that was also gonna be my obsession great as I you know I teach middle school and high school so this um watching these kids just be amazing and our future and Mm -hmm. uh what they've managed to organize has been inspiring yeah. And I'm obsessed. I, can you, I'm obsessed with them. Can you tell us just a little bit what it's like to be in a middle school and high school every day right now? Yeah. So this is the first time that I've really noticed a change. Um, and it's directly because of the Parkland students mm-hmm. and what they've done. And now they, the one difference about this time is it's still in the news. And every other time something like this has happened, we argue for about a week and then it, it goes, goes away. away. Yeah. And um, it's not going away this time, which is their oh, that's goal. Great. Yeah. And I think it's amazing. Uh, we had the walkouts last week, uh, for, they, they walked out of class for 17 minutes Mm -hmm. to honor the 17 victims. And I was able to go out with my students since I had an off period and it was again, inspiring. I, you know, uh, there wasn't much talk between with the kids and the teachers about what was going to happen. So I really wasn't sure if it would be respectful if kids were just going to leave because they were allowed to get out of class or how it was going to be. And, I was blown away. They had speakers. They had signs. They were silent when other kids were speaking. Wow. They said something about each of the 17 victims. And they really came together to talk about the change and what they wanted to be different and how they wanted to start to implement things and be a part of the discussion, which is something that is very new. And their voices are being heard. Mm-hmm. And you know, some of them are going to be 18 before November. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. and that's their big thing. This oh. November is a big November. And yeah. then in 2020 is another big November. And, uh, you know, they're coming for change. Yeah. And um, thank God they are. So Ooh. I think it's awesome. You're we, just going to be chills a little I bit. Know. Thank we you. Were, thank we you were talking about it earlier when I got her from the airport. We went and got a st- like a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And I was asking her a little bit. And if I may. You're being hilarious. Oh, thank you. Because she was like, these kids are doing amazing things, and then I have other kids that I can't get them to talk, like turn in homework. Oh yeah, they're not <laughs> all yet. They're, no, they're, they're still all kids. kids. <laughs> Their brains are not fully developed. <laughs> we were it's a middle yeah. in high school, so. <laughs> yeah. 
but we were laughing. So, no, I think it is so good. Everyone should be obsessed with that from here on out, yes. honestly. Can I say my other obsession? Yes! My surprise obsession uh-huh. that we talked about We did also. talk about this. This is for you. Oh, oh, oh yes. yes. So, we, Amy, have a common obsession that... What? What? I, I don't even know how it came up in conversation between me and Erica within an hour of seeing each other. But I should have known this about you because I am a podcast listener. Yes. I know the types of podcasts that uh-huh. you like, which are generally not the type that I actually like. <laughs> I just need everyone to know I'm about to start crying. Because I have a more I have a fear and almost a certainty about how um that you're gonna get murdered. Connect. Oh, connect. Okay. I've known okay. it since I was a little girl and I'm yeah. I'm ready for it. Right. I've been waiting for it. Okay. And because of that. Uh, the Face in the Milk Carton <laughs> is a um, series I have to reread to remind myself. <laughs> uh, I love The Face on the Milk Carton. <laughs> Would you believe that came up within an hour of us seeing each other? Honestly, sure, why not? Weird. I've talked but, to Erica can go weird places. Um, <laughs> so but you, you and I know what happened to Janie. Or yes, Jen I know what happened Katie. to Janie. I know about the voice on the radio. <laughs> Um, there are two more, but there's a fourth and a fifth book that I I've only not. Know three. Yes. Well, I just I got drunk and I told Erica about how obsessed I am with Face on the Milk Carton and how I don't have my copies as a kid anymore. So I went on my Kindle to purchase. Yeah. And I thought there were just three. Bitch, she wrote four and five. I have my library card. I own them on my Kindle. I've not read them yet because I'm not 13 anymore. And I just, but I am, I was obsessed. I, I was obsessed with the Face on the Milk Carton, the movie with Kelly Martin. Oh, so she good. She had the wrong hair. It was so I can like, picture. Strange. I can picture my parents listening to this. Just rolling their eyes because they <laughs> walked me through so many nights of telling me, "I'm you're not going to get kidnapped." When you were on the second floor, and I was climbing in through your window. But so you were reading for entertainment. It was like a, a hand guide to. Okay, not I me. was obsessed with kidnapping when I was younger. <laughs> Megan's law, as you brought up, is not a joke to me. It was so real, so real. It, was, it took over my childhood. I was. Almost like torturing myself with reading it because I was <laughs> obsessed with kidnapping and just that I was so convinced that that's how I was going to go. So funny. So would you say you have anxiety? Just about kidnapping. <laughs> just, just about kidnapping. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm usually pretty much, based on how much true crime I listen to, I kind of know I'm going in murder and mm-hmm. I just hope it's quick, really, mm-hmm. at this point. And, you know... That, you know, they wait till, like, I have children and stuff to warn me. Yeah. But, you know, can't control things. No. No, you really can't. Sorry. It's <laughs> so hard. Because, like, we're just, we're, she was like, you, well, you know my greatest fear is being kidnapped. And it was like, I did, but I forgot it because we're adults. <laughs> like, still? <laughs> I was like, huh? All right. So, let's do this. Speaking of, you knew things about Rachel in the past and you forgot. You guys have been friends for a while. Yeah. Tell us why you used to be roommates. Um, necessity. Why Penn State made us. <laughs> so, <laughs> so college roommates. Yes, college roommates. So we went to um, Penn State. We lived on the same floor, but we didn't know each other for our first couple of weeks. I met Sarina first. Well, my memory is <laughs> shaky right now as I try to look back. Drink yeah. that rosé, it'll help. Uh, yeah. yeah. Champagne um, Rachel. Yeah, we weren't roommates first year. No. We were roommates second year. I was your RA <laughs> second year. <laughs> no, but I was your RA, so like... Oh, right, right, right So right, same right. floor, but not same room. Yeah, so what happened is, like, we had become friends freshman year, just like the way you do with girls on the hall, mm-hmm. and I was on the very end of the hall, and she was on the other side, and, like, you were closer with the girls on that side, I remember. And there was a very big divide on mm-hmm. the right or the left side of the bathroom. Yes, there was. <laughs> there was. And I was definitely assigned to the wrong side. Oh, yes. man. That was, 
I hope they don't listen, but that was a weird side. I remember <laughs> now. Yes, side. and it Courtney, was. It was almost Amy. as if different dorms. Yeah. It was. You guys were way more fun. So I would hang out with you guys all the time. time. We had a good time. And then so I crossed party lines. We, we crossed totally the crossed party lines. lines. But, yeah, it, there was a huge division. Yeah. It was really <laughs> dramatic. Course, like, you wouldn't talk to one another in the bathroom. Yes. Like, I actually don't and I know if I even knew line. anyone else on your side. No, Sarana and I crossed the line one night, like... She was, like, puking in the bathroom, and I was just, like, hello, stranger. I know that came out. Oh, so much is coming out. I didn't know. <laughs> anyway, Sarah and I became friends one night in the bathroom. She was throwing up, and I just was, like, are you okay? And then she came in, like, yes. She came in, and, like, the next day and was, like, sorry that you had to see me puke. I'm, like, it's okay. I'm Erica. She's, like, I'm Sarah. I live on the other side of the bathroom, and I was, like, how did you get here? <laughs> is it, like, Narnia? Like, you have to find a portal? So long story short, sophomore year, I was an RA. You didn't get sophomore housing. You got freshman housing. No, I got supplemental housing, which is basically a massive utility closet that they <laughs> put five random people uh-huh. in. It's like overflow. And yeah, mm-hmm. it was basically like all the people who didn't get assigned housing. But it was weird because I had both me and Sarina, yeah. who was my roommate at the time, had asked to live together again, and we both got supplemental housing, but different supplemental housing. Yes. So, um, yeah, we but it was temporary. So mm-hmm. we were there um, for a little bit, and then as, as rooms started to open up, which I can't even imagine why, I guess, but... Um, People dropping out? Then we still didn't live together. Did no, I we did live with Yeah, you did. <laughs> I lived with Sarah. But I was again. like, you guys are right, and you guys moved around a bunch, but yes. a handful of us, like, we had a group of, like, 40 friends. I mean, our group was yes. pretty large, and a small chunk of us were going to go on to main campus. And supplemental housing actually got us a big, because I had Bigger Jenny. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we just kept making new friends, new friends, and then finally we moved up to main campus, Penn mm-hmm. State, and then a couple of us all lived together there, and... We just took, like, the group that everyone knew in Erie and just moved it to yes. main campus, and then Oh, so you there. were from Erie, too. Mm-hmm. I guess I always forget that you jumped campuses yes. halfway through your yes. college career. Yes. So when you talk about people from freshman year that you've known through senior year, I don't make the connection that they must have moved at some point, too. Oh, yeah, and that's why we all got actually got became it, got it, better got it. Okay. friends yes. that we were moving and stuff. But However, there were people who stayed. Like, Amy, yeah. there are people who stayed. But it was kind of yeah. hard to stay friends with them. Like, you yeah. move and stuff like that. Long and distance is hard. And all Long distance is together, super hard. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then my parents moved to Florida when I was in school. And then all of a sudden became, like, the out-of-state kid. And then graduation yeah. came and I was like, I'm going to Florida. Yeah. So, and I know this from having known Erica these last several years, that you guys were pretty good friends when you moved in, but became super close once you inhabited a space and maybe teamed up on some certain situations, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, Erica and I just have a very similar personality mm-hmm. where it was... It, instantly clicking and so yeah and obsessed with friends of that, obsessed with random stuff yeah friends we would like download friends episode on Napster right and we would watch that at night Napster oh my gosh. it ended when we were it, do you remember watching that yes in the yeah. dorm uh-huh. they did a big viewing party yes in the dorm and same with Sex in the City that yep. ended while yeah. we were in school yeah. like, that so year. many big things happened while we were in college that was sophomore year because I remember where I was living sophomore year of college and during that year like my girlfriends and I mm-hmm. coming home and on the couch watching The Last Friends The Last Sex in the City I think um no, not everybody loves Raymond. And I know that's also not like a young girl's like obsession. <laughs> I was obsessed with everybody loves Raymond. But something else that year too. And yeah, and back, that was right before DVR. Some people might have had TiVo, yeah. but not like the college package cable I had. No, my parents got TiVo. Same. And um, yes, there was no there So was it was no appointment DVR viewing, yes. party viewing. Oh, for sure. That's how we stayed close 
when we went to main campus, people were spread out more. Because we were in apartments and like downtown so State College. that's how we stay close. We got together to watch One Tree Hill. Oh, yeah. Every, <laughs> so, like, every Tuesday yes. night would be like One Tree Hill, Gilmore Girls. The OC with and the OC. Yeah. Or no. But Laguna also Beach. Laguna Beach. Yes. 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 Obviously. Yes. Laguna the Beach started OC. when we were in college. Or did yeah. it start when we were in high school? No, it started in college. The original Housewives. Yeah. Yes. And the original Housewives. What happens in Cabo? Stays in Cabo. Mm-hmm. Kristen Cavallari. <laughs> it doesn't. Not if you bring camera crew from MTV. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, but no, like, Rachel and I had a really great ability, like, after a night of drinking, to pop out of bed at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning, and our roommates would be dead until, like, noon. Yeah, we would be, like, waiting outside the dining hall. Like, Why are you not open yet? <laughs> Need bagels. Or having bagels, I guess, uh-huh. by the time. Yes. But yeah, no, we did a bunch of fun stuff. And then you went on to grad school, I moved to Florida, and Facebook. Yeah, so we are stay friends that way. <laughs> Obviously, there was no falling out, and that ended the roommate situation. You just mm-hmm. had to go be adults now. It was adult time. Yeah. And you're though, still friends. We are, though. I was telling Rachel we were in um, Celebration Florida earlier <laughs> and uh, getting, like, coffee, and I was like, oh, here's, like, a pizza place. It's not a dollar a slice there. It's, like, $8 a slice. Like, and it sucks. Like, yeah. drinking at Penn State was so cheap yeah. in hindsight. I tell everybody, mm, you get a pitcher of beer for $3. Miller Lite, Bud Light, or Yingling. It's yes. like, down here we have friends that love Yingling. I'm like, ugh. ugh college. <laughs> Drink so much Yingling. Like, back in the day, like, I can't even look at it right now. I know. I know. But we used to have parties and would get, like, a keg mm-hmm. and then get a baby keg. And we would save the baby keg and it'd be, like, Yingling or, like, Oh, we Miller all, everybody Lite. did that. You yes. get, you so get like, a good like, beer and nice the pony beer. keg. Yes. Uh-huh. The pony keg. The pony keg. Like, that. the good beer yes. in. And you put it in the bathroom or in the closet mm-hmm. and you only like, tell. Only a few people would know. You yes. only tell a few people at the house party. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, and everybody else has to buy five bucks for the beast that's in the basement. Yeah, and we'd slush fund it and be like, okay, guys, we made X amount of dollars. Next week, we'll use that towards another keg. Well, I don't buy a lot of kegs anymore, but remember, it's like growing up thing. Yes. Yeah. And so somebody had one tap and we were just like, yes, circulate the tap around. It's so stupid. College is such a gross time. Such a gross time. (laughs) Because we all drank out of that one tap, including keg stands. And then you pour a cup and then, yeah, it was not sanitary. No. No, after school, I started serving at a steakhouse in St. Augustine, and somebody asked me one day, like, oh, what kind of wine do you suggest with this? I was like, uh, the last thing I drank was Franzia in a box, so yeah. I don't know how to explain wine to you. And, like, the serve, like the manager came over and was like, you have to learn about alcohol now. And I was like, I just graduated from school. I don't know anything <laughs> about alcohol. I'll drink anything. You probably also shouldn't have been signed off on your, like, no. waitress <laughs> training without being like, oh, steak, caps off, and just <laughs> right. done. Oh, we have a chillable blush in the back. <laughs> My uh, fiance and I are season ticket holders now, so we're back. We go back to Penn State quite oh. a bit. And I Fun. laugh at my favorite Jealous. restaurants. You remember the deli was my all-time favorite restaurant. Love the deli. At State College. And they had what I thought were the best french fries of all time. And the first time I took Ben there, it was one of the grossest meals we've ever had. Oh, bummer. <laughs> and I was crushed. New ownership. I, maybe. Or the palate has changed <laughs> over the past 15 years. Did I you have a Long Island crushed. while you were there? I didn't have a Long Island. I don't remember what I drank, but I just, the meal was disgusting. It was so sad. Aww. But I love you Anyone listening, still go to the deli. But <laughs> did you go get a monkey boy? We did go to the saloon. I did not get a monkey boy. The person next to us, um, another couple, was next to us a few years younger, uh-huh. and they had one for old time's sake. And I smelled it and, and threw up. instantly uh, regretted being in that bar. <laughs> so for the layman, oh, what's sorry. a monkey boy? 
It's a pitcher beverage that you would get at the saloon. The saloon and the deli and a handful of other restaurants were owned by the same company. So, like, if you got a pitcher of Long Island's at the deli and for, like, $6. And a real pitcher. Not, like, a tiny, like, 12-ounce pitcher. you know those, like, restaurant ones that are, like, kind of rigid and they go around? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was one of those. For six bucks. Six bucks. Variety of flavors from root beer float to blue raz to magic, tiny bowl to yeah. or bong uh, water. Bong, bong water was, was delicious. Good one. Yeah, and we we don't really know what went into it, but you would see the bartender the point. their hands with all the different liquors and just, just flip. pour them upside down, hold it for what felt like thirty seconds, <laughs> undo it, throw a bunch of cherries in uh-huh. it, and then whatever color it should have been like blue raz, they threw something blue in there. Yeah, and then like and, a, a sprite. Yeah, and then oh. did one of those and. You got one to yourself. So yeah, you for five bucks. The pitcher. You drink it all night. With yeah, like four yeah, straws. We had a couple pitcher it was bars. Meant to be uh-huh. split, but you just got it. Just six dollars. You drink all night. It was perfect. We're done. We would dance with those in our hands. You would uh, still have enough money to tip them and go get like a slice of pizza and go home and be in bed. Ten dollars. Yeah, it was amazing. Day. Yeah, or you would go and like get like a pitcher of beer for three dollars, and they'd be like, "How many cups?" And I'd be like, "This is the cup. Just a straw, please." <laughs> like, well, what's wrong with you? And I'm I'm was young for my grade, so I didn't yeah, turn twenty one till November. And as an education major, I was. You know, they told you if you ever got caught with a fake ID, you would never teach anywhere ever again. And that really sank in with me, so I never had a fake. I waited to go to the bars until they. Penn State was one of the first schools that scanned too. Yeah. So I. Oh never, yeah. No. Once I had a Florida license, ask me how that went. I <laughs> never. I never had a fake. I'm not just saying this because I know no, my really mom's gonna it. listen. I never had a fake, <laughs> and I wait. You know, so I had to wait, and yeah, I only you were got like, our senior year. Yeah, I only got about six months of Monkey Boys. Yeah. So well, we were also good. Like we, I turned 21 in March, and we would take turns. Like. Everyone stayed with me one Everyone weekend. Everyone would have to stay with Rachel yeah. one weekend. Like, oh, okay, it's your weekend, Eric. I'm like, all right, Rachel, like, I'll go get beer and we'll hang out in. Like, it didn't have to be a sober weekend. Or we'd be like, okay, guys, we've been going to the bars a lot. Let's have a party. My lowest moment was our senior year, October 14th, when Penn State beat Ohio State and no one saw it coming. Yeah. And oh, no one shit. would stay home with me. Yeah. I was two weeks away. And oh. no one, I, even I couldn't, couldn't find an argument about why you would stay. And they all were like, Goodbye. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, but you I guys have to do this. It's like, you clean up the tailgate because we're going to go out and you can't. So. I went to the deli that night and this girl in front of me in the bathroom is sobbing. And I was like, why are you crying? We just beat Ohio State. And she's like, I tried crossing the street without a crosswalk and a cop pepper sprayed me. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, shit. They ain't playing. They did not play. I was like, you can go in front. <laughs> oh, they, brought their, they brought the horses out yeah. and they... <laughs> They meant business. I yeah. wasn't there. No. But I Sorry. was at our apartment. But it was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you had to miss it. Wow. Yeah, All right. So that's college Erica. So I think the rewinders now understand a little bit more where we are. Not here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you think, though, that the rewinders know the genesis of us living together? I don't think so. And I was just telling it to Rachel earlier. Yeah. Is that... We both moved down to do the Disney College program separate from one another. Did not know each other. Did not know no. each other. But we always always have to remind people, like, well, we didn't come down together. <laughs> yeah. People think that – people that know us now think – well, first of all, they think we're married, uh-huh. which is I weird. I forget that you guys didn't live together right always. off the bat. Yes. And, yes. And most people think that we are lifelong friends who, like, meet us mm-hmm. now. But, I mean, it's been 12 years, so we've yeah. lived certain lifetimes together. Yes. But we didn't move in together until uh, five years-ish yes. ago, and best friend of the podcast, Beth, we have talked about frequently, Erica and Beth lived together within the first couple of years of us living oh, down. Yeah. Beth had other, well, she was on her own, and you had some other roommates, and... 
I had a four bedroom in the same complex and we had an opening and Beth was like, my lease is up. I don't like where I live. And I was like, great, move in with me. I don't like the girls I live with. And that was when the three of us just became, maybe maybe our our triplet friendship was like six months old. Yeah. It was an infant. Yes. Certainly at that time. And I was living on my own and was in a place where I was like, I'm never having roommates again. Because I actually lived on my own the last two years of college. I had a really bad roommate experience my freshman year. Sophomore year, I moved off campus into a house with a couple of girls. And it went okay, but one of the girls and I had a major falling out. And I just found my own apartment, and I loved living on my own junior and senior year. I lived alone for one year, and it was the best year. It's fantastic. (laughs) And so I had my own place down here, and I was like, good for you guys living together. And it was fun for them to come over to my place. Sometimes I would come over to yours. Uh, and then I did a thing. Kind of got, got a little bit married. <laughs> it was kind of, it was a starter marriage, if you will. Um, so I lived with him for a while and then. With your husband? I lived with my husband, okay. yeah, for a while. And then, though, one day, one day I was at the bar with my girlfriends, Erica and Beth, still with my husband. And I was like, they have the bed, the apartment that we're in right now. Erica and Beth lived in with a third roommate and we knew this third roommate was probably on her way out before the end of the lease. Yeah. But they were. Which is a bullshit move. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's bullshit. So we were out at the bar chatting about it one night and they were like, yeah, you know, we think she's going to go. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to. She's going to go. Yeah. We're like. (laughs) I was like, uh, you're going to have a spot soon? <laughs> we were like, what? They're like, what? And I was like, because I'm pretty sure I'm going to leave my husband. Can I have that room? We like, and they're like, we have so much to talk about. <laughs> First of all, we need another round. <laughs> Second. Bring on the monkey boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were blood selects because we were still not Classy making a whole girls. lot. Yeah, blood selects at the Linksters down 27. Uh-huh, basically. Yeah, beer diet. Yeah, that's how that went. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not joking. I've been thinking about this for a while. I mean it. (laughs) We're like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was about a month later. I did move in. Yeah. Um, uh, Good choice on my part, really. Yeah, worked out well. Yeah, and then Beth did, like, the marriage thing. I think hers was going to stick. And (laughs) the kiddo part is (laughs) probably part of it. Yeah, the kid really helps that. So Beth was only here for – we were only an apartment of three for a few months. And then Beth moved out. And we thought, all right, well, we should probably downsize to a two-bedroom. Actually, that seems like a lot of hassle. Let's have a guest room. Yeah. So that's what we've been doing the last five years. Cat slash podcast room. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's now the podcast nook slash cat bedroom. Yeah, and like every year we like go and we look at apartments. And like this year we looked at (laughs) a lot. Moving is is the worst. You can avoid it. And, like, you see these couches are really big couches. We have big furniture. Yeah. We were looking at two bedrooms that were Because we're adults. Beautiful. We have real furniture now. Yeah. Like, we don't have apartment-sized couches. Yeah. We were looking at apartments, and I was just like, I can't even get one couch in here. How would I get two of these couches? And we're like, well, we can just stay again. So Yeah. Let's just stay here. Or find someone like Ben, who's 6'3", and can move you anywhere. That's yeah. the only way I'd recommend doing moving. Okay. So, like, get a fiance who's 6'3". Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Meanwhile, I had to help a 6'2 man move a couple weeks ago, and I'm still getting over it. Oh, <laughs> I lifted I lifted a tool table. I lifted tools, a lawnmower, couches. I was a fucking grunt. Anyway, on, on to the next thing. What's so Movie's cool is that she's not bitter about no, it. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> we notice, like, her unbitterness towards it. But... That's a little bit of a roommate rewind for roommate us. Rewind. Unless you guys just want to talk more about how awesome I am as a friend and a roommate, I'm 
willing to do that. I think uh, embarrassing I stories is the only but thing I'm interested we've in. We've come to the end. We've come yeah. to the end. Yeah. Go, 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 go. <laughs> I'm going to stop for a second. You guys keep talking. I'm going to do a podcast first. And that's refill my glass. Yeah. So I'm going to, yeah. Rachel, do you want another drink too? Oh, yeah. I oh. was trying to be slick on the podcast, but yes. I was like, <laughs> yes. All right. You. You, you two keep going. I'm going to gently put the microphone also, down. I will say, I went to go visit you um, and meet your fiance in D.C. about a year ago, right? Yes. And that's when we started talking about a lot of podcasts because you exclusively only watch Bravo or are there other television shows you watch? Uh, ABC twice a year for The Bachelor. Of course. Uh, in January and May, uh-huh. yes. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Thoughts. Real quick. Oh, just like 30 seconds. What's your thoughts of this year and Becca M coming up? Or Becca A. But I can. I knew going into it how much of a horrible person that Ari was. But so you I'm, were excited. Uh, no. Unfortunately, okay. I have not been excited since before before Rachel Lindsay oh. was. I just feel like I have a text somewhere in my phone that tells me that you were kind of excited about Ari. I don't, I don't know if I was, but okay, okay I believe you. I <laughs> sure. say a lot of things. Maybe, yeah. maybe I did say that. Um, I thought the season was a little bit boring. Yep. I, you know, nothing about the way it went down was good. awesome. It was awesome at all. However, we got Becca out of it. I yeah. think Becca is awesome. Same. I'm obsessed with her. I am finally feeling like I might be back and yeah. ready to really watch. Um, I, I did ask Ben if we can move our wedding because I do think it's going to coincide with the finale of The Bachelorette. He said no, so we're we're currently trying to work out a hard time. But that is your best theory. Yeah. It's your first fight. It's yeah. Your first obstacle as a couple. Fight, yes, for sure. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna make Erica's favorite sound. Are you ready? Three, two, one. <gasps> that was perfect. That was a good one. Was Super proud of you. Corbell number two. Which is not that big of a deal because like with three people, it's not so bad. Yeah, oh. you can and rationalize like said, it like that. Have you ever seen that meme that's like the only thing about friends that I find unrealistic, not their apartment, oh, yes. is I like just saw one episode like, where five people were surprised they drank three bottles yes. of wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bull. <laughs> I was like, what? Five people didn't think they could drink three bottles of wine? Yeah. Was alcohol different back then? Like, was it way harder to drink? Like, it seems to go down pretty easily. They were spending so much money on rent in that. Well, it was no rent kidding. control. You apartment. know it was rent controlled. <laughs> well, yeah, because remember, it was, it was Monica's grandma's. Yeah, it was grandma's. <laughs> we know. But yeah, I will say, my great-grandmother, who is no longer with us, lived in New York City up until the day she died, well into her hundreds. Uh-huh. And Good while she had a fantastic apartment, it was still not the size of the friend's one. Oh. So... Do you have it? It's almost as if in the family they uh, we do not. That's oh, Um It's okay. It was rent controlled also, uh-huh. so I think they, I believe they took that back immediately. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. That's how that works. All right, I got us off track because I think Erica, you were you were pushing towards podcasts, you, right? Yeah, and I'm happy to talk about some podcasts. Like I was saying, I went to visit you a year or so ago, and we were talking about Bravo, and you were like, "You must be listening to Bitch Sash, a Real Housewives podcast," and I was like, "I'm not." Yes, I have to thank my stepmom who got me into podcasts. I'd always heard of podcasts. I knew that they were an app on my phone. I had no idea how to get them onto my phone. I didn't really know why people would want them on their phone. Yeah. She told me Sounds- about a little podcast called Bitch Sesh. Um, I oh, so Casey- this is going back to Jen. This is going back to Jen. Um, I knew Casey Wilson. I loved Casey Wilson. Happy Endings, I, uh, Yes, uh, Happy Endings for sure. I'm a huge, huge fan. So I was excited. I am all Bravo, everything on Bravo. Even if I don't watch, I respect. Uh-huh. And have a real love for. So Andy Cohen I, is our god. Yeah, yeah, I was excited to Lauren dive Sager. in. And it really got, I mean, it completely got me into podcasts. Yeah, I came home and I was telling 
Amy about it, and I'm a massive Happy Endings Casey Wilson mm-hmm, fan too. Mm-hmm. Amy's not the biggest Happy Endings fan. I'm a massive fan of season one. I yes. think that show went off the rails season two. So I will say, now that I just said I'm a massive Casey Wilson fan, I only watched whatever amount of episodes they had on the plane from here to London when I went. So I guess, <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I'm her biggest fan, but I did really enjoy the ones I saw there. You probably saw season one, which was very good. Yes. Um, and Adam Pat, I just loved, yeah. I loved it. But I guess I can't say I am actually the biggest fan. <laughs> Happy Endings fan? Yeah, well, so that was like, and it had been on for a while by the time we found out about a year ago. So going yeah. in, like, you could, and that's what I love, finding a podcast when there's 80 episodes that I can go dive back into and yes, find out, sure. like, the rhythm. And that's what I did with Bitch Test. We talked about it, and then you came home and you were like, mm, I love the show. Yeah, But it took a little bit, but you had to, like, find the right rhythm. I listened to one of theirs that I really didn't like. They were having a just a weird conversation, and then I went back and listened to something else, and it happened to be... They reenacted the dinner party from hell from yes. um, Beverly Hills. Yes. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm on board. Also, Vanessa Bayer co-hosted on yes. that one they and do played have- Allison Dubois. And it was Ugh, so amazing. They fantastic guest stars on it, which yes. I love. I, it's just fun. It, it's just fun. It makes the drive to work so much better. Yes. It's, you don't have to have watched all of them before. There are some, yeah. there are some things that they talk about that I don't watch uh, they did. I have. I will forever be thankful. They got me into Housewives of Atlanta. And oh, really? It, which I never was into before, and I haven't been into since. But the one season that Atlanta was at the <laughs> absolute top, I never would have watched if it wasn't for them. And it was some of the best television I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yes. Amazing. Well, last, last season, not this current season. Last season, Atlanta. Oh, is that the one with Phaedra's Live? It and it is oh, some of the yeah. best television I've ever seen. That's no, amazing. Mm-hmm. You've been to a live show, right? I have been to a live show. Play it on us. Uh, it's fun. It's good. I've been to a lot of. I've been to three live shows of podcasts. Okay. So Bitch Sesh, and then two of the political podcasts that I listen to um, from Crooked Media. I've been to Pod Save America and Love It. I am a massive fan of both of those shows. I actually, don't listen to Love It that much, but I do listen to Pod Save America. I don't talk about it here because. <laughs> It can you get. know, we like to laugh, but it's an amazing show, yeah. and I would love to see one of those episodes it, live. So that was wonderful live. You get great guests, especially being in the D.C. area. We yeah. got some really good guests. Yeah. Um, they just are so connected, and they know people who yeah. know how to talk about stuff to an audience, and it's a lot of fun. Love It is a totally different experience than Pod Save. Um, both are a lot of fun, and Bitch Sesh is just fun. It's a bunch of girls coming together and... Were there any guests when you saw them? Um, we... Oh gosh. No, we did not have a guest when we saw them. Uh, but April was on it. Okay. Oh, April comes April's out great. a lot. So I guess there wasn't a real guest when they did it. It's fun. Uh, we were talking about boots on the ground because I did have my very own boots on the ground experience today. Today, and you guys! A today, today! I had quite the morning. I was up at 4, yep. showered Woo. and out of the shower by 4.45, get to Thank the airport. You. I get my, um, I'm tired so I can't think of it. Ticket? Boarding yeah, my pass. My ticket, my boarding pass. pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they tell me that I can't, my bag is too big. I have to check it. <laughs> oh, So no. when they go to, there was all these problems when they go to try to get me to check my bag. So I have to wait in the massive line. Ugh. I'm waiting in line. And who was sitting next to me, but not really boots on the ground, but Maxine Waters, one of my favorite con- congresswomen. She's huge right now. That's she awesome. Was, she, it was awesome. Have a fantastic experience with her. She was you as a great nice. selfie and, that you Yes, posted. we took the best selfie. She is sweet. She is lovely. She is everything I wanted her to be. I think the day can't get any better. I could not meet anyone more influential in our times right now. No. I walk and I sit directly next to, while waiting for the plane, Ray Huger, Karen Huger's husband from Real Housewives of Potomac. And 
my life has changed. I am so excited for I'm you. Super yeah. excited they for you. Do, so excited. I don't know if you guys know. You girls said that you didn't watch. We don't. Not Potomac Watchers. Currently, I would though. There's a new season coming out. Maybe I'll go for it. It'll I be interesting. The, the tagline from there about the Huger family is: "You need to make millions in order to owe millions." Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're okay, in a in massive financial crisis right now. Are they the ones that own a restaurant where you can eat camel? Oh my gosh. Wait, I'm so excited. You said that. No, <laughs> they've also done the menu. I want to eat in Australia. They're, they're different. But, but I'm going to Australia in spring. Uh-huh. And so there's a few other couples that will be with us. And I thought it would be really fun to get us together. And we went to Oz. Yes. Yes. Uh, um, it is. Uh, I know. How far away is Potomac There's so many stories I can tell right now. I know. Uh, Potomac is uh, about an hour from where we are. Okay. We're about 30 minutes outside the city, and Potomac's probably 30 to 20 minutes outside the okay. city. But Oz is not in Potomac. Oz is in Arlington, okay. which is a suburb of D.C. where a lot of the young people live. Uh, not you. Not me. Not <laughs> I, I said the young people live. Um, so we went to Oz. I made a reservation. There were six of us. We were going on a Saturday night. We were going at 730. Who wouldn't need a reservation in, yeah. in a downtown area like that? Walked in. Empty. Oh. Empty. Oh, so the hostess was sitting down with her feet kicked up on the podium. <laughs> Go, you boy. Uh, and didn't feel like she needed to get up when we got there. <laughs> we had a meal. Um, it was a meal. It was a meal. I'm hoping in actual Australia, yeah. the food will be a, maybe a little more authentic. There were koala stuffed animals around the room. No. There, yeah. Okay. There were. No, um, but not not like taxidermy stuffed. Like you mean like cuddles? Oh, T-Y. Like, like T.Y. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like cuddle. Okay. Like it was more of a kid's place, yeah. I guess. Well, I don't want to make you jealous, but I have dined at Sir twice, and I've been to Pump twice. Are the bathrooms as bad as they say it is? Oh, great question. Um, the bathroom at something that we Sir was amazing. Sesh. I had no problem. It was huge. So this is against everything that the ladies on Bitch Sesh have told us. What do they say again? That the bathrooms? Yeah. Are yeah. No, it was. I mean. Maybe they cleaned that day. Yeah, they may have cleaned. Was I on like a third gin and tonic? Maybe I just see the thing that I always remember. I always recall the bitch there and working. Uh, he was visiting Sandoval, who was working at like a someone other bar. than Max was working. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> but I've also seen Ken and Lisa. Lisa, I'm just saying that because the only person I've met is Ray Huber. <laughs> <laughs> no, she really. No, didn't. I really did. And they're like, Jiggy was on their arm, and they just like wandered through the restaurant. And honestly, well, the food is only okay, too, by the way. And did you have the fried risotto balls? I didn't have the fried goat cheese balls. I had goat um, cheese. Goat, goat cheese. cheese. Okay. I was like, yeah. Yeah. they have risotto balls, too. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I would um, definitely have had the goat cheese ball had I been there, by the way. Yeah. No. I love a goat cheese. But and fried. I, went, Hell I yeah. went with two girls that don't care about cheese? the housewives. Fried cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, like, Everyone cares, cheese. cares about the fried, fried cheese. cheese. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, they didn't care about, like, Vanderpump. And like, like we don't watch, and I was like, balls, "What?" I can only assume make you so skinny because Stassi so is the only see her ever eat, and well, she's I'm as skinny as can be. If I was taking that much Adderall, I, I too would be skinny as hell. So our friend and hairstylist April took a trip out to Beverly Hills a couple years ago, and actually like made friends with Tom Tom. Yeah, she and her girlfriend hung out with Schwartz and Sandoval that night, and she would come back and she'd be like, "Now that I understand Schwartz better," oh. <laughs> when she was doing like my hair. I get it. I get it. Yeah, like yeah. You know Maxine. Like me and Maxine. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I will say on my way to pick up Rachel this morning from the airport, I listened to a podcast that April has told me about. Sexy, unique podcast. And it is Mm -hmm. all about Sir or Vanderpump Rules. So everybody works at Sir. And yes, it's called Sup. Sup. (laughs) That's funny. And because Sir is a sexy, unique restaurant. Donald Trump just emailed me. 
Motherfucker. Don't respond. Okay, I won't. Um, Somebody got to hold my address. I need to be like, stop texting me, you fucking troll. <laughs> the real Donald Trump? Well, his like, his, his bot. Yeah, his bot. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> Sir is Sexy Unique Restaurant. This podcast is Sexy Unique Podcast. And I just thought like I'd give it a go because April talks about it all of the time. And the most recent episode, they couldn't even get past just like how terrible Sheena is on the show with her obsession so with bad. her boyfriend so and bad. being in love with Rob, him. Rob. 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 We hung a team in seven minutes. Yes. I love you, Rob. so great. Uh-huh. I'm going to marry you, Rob. Yeah. Uh, Next time I'm married, it'll be to you, Rob. <laughs> did you guys catch that line last time? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we yeah, did. It was, it was just line. the creepiest line in general, even if they did have plans. Yeah. Like, I can't picture myself. I rewound that and rewatched it four times. And I'm pretty sure his response was just, Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I have never seen someone so uninterested in their partner yes. as Rob is in Sheena. And uh-huh. it's not even because she's so over the top with him. Yeah. He just, he no hates her. Uh-huh. Amy reminded me he that makes, his ex-girlfriend is a princess of Brunei. Brunei. And he now he's Katie dating. and Tom's early days look like a dream. Oh, yeah. But he, yeah. She can't even rile him up enough to pour a drink over her head like Schwartz got mad enough to do no, to Katie. That's true. He really He will like, just look at her and, and walk away. Yeah. I feel like if you were on a boat emotionally opening up to Jack <laughs> <laughs> about how you feel about your girlfriend or how you don't feel about your girlfriend, yeah. you're out. Things You're aren't out. going well. No, things aren't going well. Well, if I can continue, like I said, I listened to Sexy Unique Podcast, <laughs> but then I started listening to Betches. Betch Slap. Oh, yeah, yeah, Have yeah. you listened to Betches podcast? Is that like the Instagram page? Uh-huh. Yes. They have an entire they website, and they now. have a few different podcasts. Their television oh. recaps are hilarious, yeah. too. No. So they have one called You Up, and it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a podcast about like relationships and stuff, okay. and a guy and a girl host it. But then I listened to Betch Slapped today, or I've been listening to it for the last couple of days, and they basically talk all about pop culture as well as basically Vanderpump every 10 minutes of every episode. Which is great. The only pop culture we need. Exactly. And they were saying that, like, isn't it fascinating that Jax on Vanderpump Rules can give out some of the most amazing advice to everybody else, but then he was like, Brittany, I cheated on you because you're a brat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so that brings up a good point. This isn't podcast related, but I am, so I've been a Vanderpump fan. Since the beginning? Since the beginning. To me, it it is the new hills, the new Laguna. the best days of our lives. Yes. That's a great point. And the bitch says women... Casey and Danielle just recently dove in. Yes. So it was hard listening and knowing that they were never going to cover some of my yeah. favorite shows. And they've but been getting a lot of stuff wrong. They're like, is it Ariana that said that? I'm like, no, it's clearly Katie. They, they call her Ariana every yeah, time. Yeah, like, No, it's been tough, but, they, been but tough. they're reconnected and they just, it's a curve for them. Well, yeah. now that they're in, I, don't, I might be on my way out. A pump? Oh, Vanderbilt? Has this season not... Oh, that was controversial. That, <laughs> that was controversial. Wow, everyone could see how much everything just stopped <laughs> in this room. I am, especially in this day and age, with the Me Too movement yes. and oh, yes, Time's yes, Up yes. and everything going forward, I am having a very hard time. I do not... I'm not victim blaming. No. I Brittany has my full support, but it is incredibly hard to watch her stay yes. with the stuff that mm-hmm. Jax is doing. And you can say that it's scripted or they twist it or they show only one side and maybe they do but the side that they're showing are still coming out of his mouth it's terrible. and it's I, it's hard to watch you know Eric and I have had a lot of conversation recently about how Tom Sandoval treated Stassi and Kristen for saying to Billy Lee that they need to watch it with Jeremy mm-hmm. and the way he came flying into Tom and Katie's apartment Agreed. screaming you don't know take it back watch it your like, back what a perfect microcosm of the Me Too movement and why women don't come forward and tell their truth because they'll be called liars they'll be yelled at they'll be shunned yeah. by people Absolutely. close to them and I think it's easy to say 
oh, Stassi this or oh, yeah. this or whatever. And I am not Stassi's biggest fan. Uh, and I yeah. know, I don't listen to her podcast, but I know that there's been a lot of drama with her podcast. and some of We've this covered stuff, it here. Which has been very interesting to see her so pro-female in this. And I have to say, the one thing I love that this season of Vanderpump, Vanderpump has brought us is like the rebirth of Wally well, Kent. Because oh, she makes the there most has never characters. been a character, there She's has never been a character for me to be like, you were the worst to, I'm obsessed with everything about uh-huh. you. Yeah, she she really got sold. Your fillers, but the yeah, are the fillers are a little lot. But and I really need to stop with her gangster, my man, my <laughs> man. Do you guys find yourself waking up? Loving your elbows, loving your shoulders. <laughs> Thank you, my pussy, for taking that yes. day. Her mom watches it. I don't know. My parents I'm sorry, my mom is going to know I'm freaking class. out. My parents are going to know about my second glass of drink and about monkey boys. And this girl <laughs> is on here saying, I love my. I can't even my say da- it. I can't even we say it. We said downstairs here I on the podcast. downstairs for taking the D. <laughs> you remember that episode where she was like, like a champ. Like a champ. <laughs> No, I love the episode when she was like, just kind of like. No, I loved a few weeks ago when she was like, "Oh, I'm just trying to spread my legs." And, <laughs> yeah, and the producer was like, "Do you mean wings?" She's like, "Yeah, what I say." God, God bless her, her family. <laughs> but I agree with you, and I said this to Amy the other but night. That girl, do you? Power of the pussy. I can say that my parents don't listen to this podcast. Um... <laughs> found that out the hard way um (laughs) but no I was talking to um Amy about it that like a few months ago we did a huge conversation about Stassi's podcast where Mm -hmm. you know are we on a witch hunt for men you can't make me (laughs) suck a d if I don't want to that's what Stassi said that was the position of this podcast correct we were you know covering that and how wrong that was and how you know she chose to speak on a platform without any kind of information in her back pocket and then you watch an episode that clearly was filmed six months prior to that podcast conversation, mm-hmm. and here she is, like, I need to defend women. Like, you can't come at me like this. And I was like, but you clearly had a viewpoint that was strong and right, and then six months later took it back. I wonder how much she, you know, clearly the show really likes Saucy. She's been yeah. gone. She's been back. They kind of let They're her letting her pretend to work as an event planner. They, uh, they <laughs> clearly really want Saucy on the show, and I admit that she definitely mm-hmm. brings a lot to it. So part of me was wondering, did she have some say over let's show this? To sort of regain some of her image oh, back. Yeah. I bet Lisa it. Vanderpump does in the sense that Lisa, being the executive producer, needs her characters to stay relatable and likable. And likable enough extent. that I bet that Stasi didn't actually ask for That's that, but I point. bet Lisa did. But if we go back to that episode, we could watch in the credits because one time we were watching the show and Kristen Doty was listed as a story editor. And uh-huh. Amy and I were like, the fuck? <laughs> I like paused it. I was like, let's say. Gone from. Everything. What is she this season? She almost um, isn't even on. And she was Carter. To, do you listen? <laughs> I don't think Carter. So, wants to be on the so show. yeah, Carter doesn't want to be on the show. So if you listen to Watch What Crappens ever, they're you, always like. And uh, then I've I've attempted. I've done a, a few. Oh, not tough. a Ronnie fan. It's no. I think if I was to give up bitch sesh, I could do it. It's a lot of housework. It's it a is. Lot. Oh, but I have the time. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> my drive to work is only so long. I do try to get some of the political stuff just so that yeah. the only thing in my brain is not. They're Does Kristen Doty not have a bigger role this season? Yeah, they're <laughs> hilarious about it, though. They're like, and then Kristen shows up to talk to Sheena because she had to be in one scene this week. <laughs> but that's check. basically what it is. Well, I am hearing real life that Carter was like, I'm not into the show. Yeah, and I like the way he was portrayed as nothing last season. I don't, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I it's not know that lucrative there are business. a lot of people who prefer Watch What Crappens to Bitch Sesh. And I will say Bitch Sesh like is getting both. hard. They're, they're busy ladies. I'm yeah. thrilled at their careers and I'm their moms. Thriving. And... They don't always have time, so I don't, now they've gone to twice a month. 
Yeah. Um, there was recently the drama of Bitch Test Live and Casey didn't show up. Yeah, yeah, what was that? I didn't mind that episode, though. No, I, I actually the thought episode it was, was great. pretty good. They're, like I said, they but, did really good guest stars. But, but that wasn't you, an issue, right? Like, wasn't she filming Family Feud? She was, I don't know what she no, was filming. She, she was she's filming something, the and the production now. schedule got off, and she couldn't oh. make it to her own show. I can imagine there was controversy in that I bought a ticket to see Casey Wilson and Danielle Schneider tonight, and I see Danielle Schneider and not Casey, so, not Casey Wilson. So I, I, no disrespect, if Danielle, you're listening, <laughs> but I, I don't know that Danielle can carry a show the same way that Casey yeah. could carry a show on her own. So my sister and a good friend of mine, Stephanie, have tickets to see them again in August, and I won't be happy if they both show up. Yeah. They're only $30, so it won't be the end of the world, Yeah. Uh-huh. but... When you saw it was Casey, we are paying eight dollars more to see Dashboard Confessional this weekend. But we have free VIPs. It was it was a long few months there when Casey was out on her maternity mm-hmm. leave, mm-hmm. and the only I don't mind Danielle, and I think she can carry the podcast. Mm-hmm. The only thing about it was that she having to have a new guest on every week. It felt like she didn't have enough rapport with those guests that she would need to start back at the beginning and be like, "So, what are your thoughts on okay. the unlocking?" And they, I think they do run That's out like of people that. who are as into. Some of the housewives, sometimes they have just funny people on who aren't, Mm -hmm. they can't really dive in. It just becomes a different podcast. Although, when Casey was gone, we did get the, wasn't that when June Diane was on with the I Won't Take This On? Yes. Everyone's new mantra. Yes. That was amazing. And that was. And Brian Moylan, who I'm becoming more and more obsessed with all the time, was also on that episode. And and thank you for him for bringing us Eric Jane live in the NUC. Yes. That was, that was a pretty interesting, I would talked about that episode on our podcast a couple weeks ago. I popped it up. Because some of the life advice that she gave on that bitch sass episode, I was like, I really should talk less. I should be more thoughtful with my words. Like I go back and forth on who is queen, Beyonce or Erica Jane. Oh, Erica God, that's Jane. a really tough one. Amazing. Because mm-hmm. Erica Jane is giving doling out advice and Beyonce is taking beautiful Instagram photos. She's pretty, but I mean I Lemonade know. was one of the greatest albums ever. I actually like, just got my tickets to J and Bay on Are you doing Did you really? Yes. Actually, when I say I did, sorry, Dad. My dad got them for me, surprised me and my sister. That and was nice. Got two, oh and then said, if you don't want to pay for them, we'll sell them. But uh, it surprised me he got some sort of pre-sale. That's awesome. I know. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you mind if I recap a podcast real quick? No. Because we're talking about boss bitches and just women who take charge and aren't afraid and might be a little bit controversial, it leads so great into a podcast that I meant to talk about today. I feel like we're probably getting kind of far away from our normal format, which is fine, but I do want to bring this one up because I have a story of a brazen lady that I heard on Stuff You Missed in History Class. Ooh, I love that podcast. Have you ever listened to that one? No, but is, is it off of a book? There was a book? No. There are a couple books, stuff your history teacher didn't tell you or something. There so. probably are, but there's actually a network of podcasts called How Stuff Works. Oh, so there's yes. Stuff You Should that. Know, okay. Stuff They Don't Want You to Know, Stuff You Missed in History Class, Stuff Your Mom Never Told You. That's a good one. And we've really talked about a lot of those podcasts here on our show in the past. And I have covered Stuff You Missed in History Class before. Back, going back to Hamilton, I talked about Theodosia Burr, um, Alston, daughter of Alexander Burr. Anywho, this one is called The Daring Imposter Cassie Chadwick. So let me just Tarantino real quick and say this bitch made a lot of money pretending to be Andrew Carnegie's illegitimate child and going around to banks being like, here's a promissory note for my illegitimate daddy and you have to give me all this money. And the banks would be like, oh, it's rude to ask Andrew if this is real. So here, we'll just give her the money. Shut up. So like, was in Pittsburgh, he's a huge 
Exactly. Exactly. And remember, Andrew Carnegie is somehow always in weird fucking scandals. Remember stuff they don't want you to know about the Titanic that yes. I covered? Who that was a great episode. And who yeah. didn't show up on the Titanic last minute? Andrew Carnegie. Also, J.J. was his nuts. A- Adam. J.J. 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 Abrams. No. J.J. 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 Something slamming doors. Anyway, let me real quick just tell you guys about this gal. Yes. Okay, so she's born Elizabeth Bigley in October of 1857 in Ontario, Canada. Okay? She's one of five kids. She's not, like, poor really so much. She's um, Her father works on the railway, so working class family. Okay. And she, from the beginning, is just running scamps. She's telling lies. They catch her practicing relative signatures over and over and over all of the time until she can get the forgeries right from, like, small. So the first bank heist she pulls off is at 14. What? She goes... And I can't even get my kids to turn in their homework. Yeah, Uh see? Here we go. It's just, if you're motivated... full circle. (laughs) If you're motivated inside... (laughs) See? Yes. Okay. So she opens a bank account at 14 because she has forged a signature and she goes in pretending that uh, money from an uncle of hers, you know, he's giving her this promissory note. And so she opens this bank account and starts writing a bunch of bad checks. And they eventually, eventually, I mean, the bank figures it out and just kind of slaps her on the wrist like, no, no, that's (laughs) not how we behave around here. So she gets away with that. Mm -hmm. And then at 22, she does the same thing again, but her scams get a little bit more elaborate. She's pretending to be an heiress. She's now using aliases. And soon after that, her sister gets married and moves to Cleveland with her husband. So she goes to, like, let's go to America and goes to Cleveland. And that's where she put up all of her sister's furniture as collateral to a bank to get money. And her sister's husband didn't take well to that and kicked her out. Um, so now her scheme is she's a fake psychic. She made up this name like Madam Lydia and she's a fake psychic. She gets married a couple of times. The first time she got married. So she's been this fake psychic and she's been running these schemes as this fake heiress with the banks and her first marriage, it came out in the newspaper, her marriage announcement with her picture and a bunch of people that she scammed came coming at her because they saw her and they could finally get a hold of her and they knew who her husband was now. So that marriage lasted 12 days. <gasps> wow. Fingers crossed for you in bed. Um, but she gets married again. <laughs> uh, she winds up, that second marriage doesn't last very long, and she gets caught on one of these schemes and goes to prison for a little bit. She gets out of prison, and she's got a new alias. She's Cassie Hoover, and she opens a brothel. The fake psychic thing isn't working out, so bitch opens a brothel. And it's going well, but she's starting to have a hard time with, like, the clientele. Not It's becoming too well-known as a brothel because they're supposed to hide it. So she meets Dr. Chadwick. So this is ultimately this woman becomes Cassie Chadwick. Okay. And she marries Dr. Chadwick, and he's pretty well off. So they live in, like, a really nice part of Cleveland on what they call Millionaire's Row. But it's not enough for Cassie. And she, with her husband, they visit New York City frequently. And one time on a visit to New York City, she shows up at Andrew Carnegie's house and walks in the door and is, like, asking. She goes there pretending that she is checking up on a reference of a maid she thinks about. She's thinking about hiring. Somehow walks out of that house, though, with a $2 million promissory note in her hand from Andrew Carnegie. She never met him. 
while she was there in like real life. But somehow she got a hold of a stationery or a something and walked out of there with a forged note of $2 million to her name. And she starts showing up to different banks and like breaking these promissory notes up into, I don't really know how banking in the 1800s worked so much. But basically, she was going to banks and saying, I am Andrew Carnegie's illegitimate daughter, but he knows about me and he loves me and wants to support me. And here's the money they're going to give me. He's going to give me. And banks, with him being so powerful, uh, they don't, it would be very rude to go ask Andrew's people if this is true or to ask him himself. So they just hand her the money. And she's been doing this all over between Ohio, New York, Massachusetts, all around, basically like. The mid to what are you northeast, doing right? <laughs> so um, she is amassing over, like well over two million dollars. She masses up to over ten million dollars eventually. And what year is this? This is in the late eighteen hundreds. That's so much. So money. that's a oh, lot, so money. a lot Fuck. of money. Eventually, a banker in Massachusetts is just like not sure about this gal, and does a little uncovering, asks the right amount of questions, and the whole thing unravels like a house of cards and a federal investigation opens and when they arrest her again this is at the turn of the 18th into the 19th hundreds she gets arrested when she's got a money belt on her with a hundred k in cash just shit raring around her back right now if you gave me a hundred thousand dollars in two these 2018 it would change my life oh yeah this is 1905 when she bitch is just wearing a hundred thousand dollars so, like, baller. Going back to just real quick, relating back to the Stasis and the Lalas and the Lisa Vanderpumps of the world, I, I can't be that mad at Cassie Chadwick because no. yeah, shit she was doing was wrong, but girl, you were in your shit. So um, she, you know, she's caught. There's trial. Andrew Carnegie has to come testify. I don't know her. He had to pull a I'm classic Mariah Carey. Her work. I don't know her. I'm unfamiliar with her work. He said he looked over the promissory notes and there were so many spelling and grammatical errors. He wrote, I have a quote. You ready? I'm yes. going to make this podcast legit here with a second. I've got a quote. If anyone had seen this paper and really believed that I had drawn it up and signed it, I could hardly have been flattered. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, she has a trial in 1905, and Andrew Carnegie has to sit there every day and, like, testify. She pleads not guilty because this bitch is brazen. Yes. Um, But she gets convicted to uh, 14 years in prison and a $70,000 fine. That's all she has to repay. But well, she already had 100K around her. Yeah, that was yeah. easy. <laughs> she's still good with 30K. Here you go. But she got to keep her wardrobe and most of her possessions in prison, like her fancy things. She got to, like, move. So she got to, like, decorate She got to move her, in. Yeah. Like Martha Stewart style? Yeah. But, you know, our girl Cassie, it didn't last long. She passed in 1907 of heart disease. So she was only in jail for two of those years. But, I mean, a, a bitch with a plan, Cassie Chadwick. She could have Orange is the New Black up in that prison had she, she probably did yeah she probably maybe, did there would have been a what is your goal okay so yes. so Rachel I <laughs> I I really do kind of want to go to prison and <laughs> talk to Erica about okay. this okay. Often. Often. often not because of the show Orange is the New Black but I actually read the book yes that I read it was the book. based on I read the book and a long it time seems ago. like a lot of yoga, a lot of reading, a lot of self-reflection. I might learn a couple new skills like electrical engineering. I'm going to go another skill. And, like, the only drawback to me really is ugly shoes. 
because everything does lead back to the housewives, yes. as we know, <laughs> Teresa came out of jail looking better than she looks she's ever looked. Fucking amazing. She went to yeah. the same jail. She, yeah, she, she went to the Orange I want to go to that yeah, nice yeah, jail. Yeah. Yes. I want to go to that nice jail. Yeah. Up yes. in Connecticut. In Connecticut. Danbury, Connecticut. Danbury, Danbury. Yeah. Danbury. So Cassie Chadwick, Stuff You Missed in History Class, that was... Um, she died looking good. She yeah, died looking she did. good. That episode came out on March 14th. We'll put it in the notes. Well, I did want to kind of share a little bit of a podcast that I listened to the other day, and I will have to say, it's not a podcast. So it's not a podcast. It's not about the podcast. It's not about the podcast. That was a James Kennedy for you. So um, <laughs> there is a podcast out there called One More Thing, and it's hosted by um, there's two hosts, Jay and Bay, and Jay and Bay. <laughs> Exactly. Um, no, it. it's Jay Hunt and Robert Ackerman. And um, she's a lesbian, he's gay, and I haven't ever listened to their stuff before, but I saw on an Instagram story that somebody was like, I just saw this amazing Facebook video, and it's 20 minutes, it's by these podcast hosts, but I feel very educated. Because they believe, and they have a lot of claims to back this up, that Leah and Michelle is illiterate. <laughs> So you filled me in on this last night, and go. I'm so excited for you to Wait. share with our with Rachel and our audience. E Entertainment or Erica? <laughs> e. Oh, sorry. I call her E. Yeah. My bad. I was like, oh, this is a real theory that's been picked up. No. Well, e is an Erica okay. Jarvis. No. Um, but I am going to tell you that right now I'm you know reading up on it on usmagazine.com. So in the last 24 hours, it's really kind of taken off. And this is a Facebook post that they – created to like kind of supplement their theories and why she is illiterate from July of 2017. And this video has been out since then and it's only just getting traction. And Lee Michelle is now just having to say like, <laughs> I'm not illiterate. <laughs> but they said I ain't that illiterate. I ain't illiterate. So based on their claims, Glee alum Naya Rivera wrote a book, Sorry Not Sorry. And in that she talks about how Tim Conway came on and he was a comedian on and on Glee was improvising a lot of his lines, and they were all able to chime in and kind of play off of his improvisation. Improvisation, but Leah and Michelle would like stamp her foot and be like, "But are we going to stick to the actual script?" And they're like, "Well, we have an amazing comedian. Like, we're going to all improvise." Threw a hissy fit and ran her trailer. And so they were like, "Okay, step one: she can only act if we're sticking to the script." And as an actor, that's one of the selfish, most selfish things that you can do. You're supposed to be just present in the moment and be able to adapt and go. And fun fact: to a school for theater. Oh uh, yeah, as, as I'm, I'm tra- we all know. No, <laughs> no, I, I'm trained in the art the of theatrical performance. Oh. Yes, um, she does accents too. It's like we didn't get I trained in the accents. Look, I, I haven't. Back 15 years ago, when I was in college, I could do accents. Yes. Now I do poor man's version. <laughs> anyway, moving. On. I have but one so, accent, and that's it. So at more we're power just stick to it. Yeah. yeah. So, but they continue to go say like on this. Facebook live video, and they have like the greatest, shittiest PowerPoint with them too. Like in this photo, (laughs) (laughs) so their theory is that she started acting on Broadway at a very young age, and like ragtime, and then she went on to Les Mis, and that she had such few lines that she probably could hear the lines and remember them, and And, like memorize, yeah, and hear cues and just memorize her lines. That like, okay, well, my mom said when he says that, I say, Papa. And, like, just learning that way because she was so young. When she started acting, she couldn't read. So you kind of had to be, like, taught so memorization. that was my question. She had roles before? Yeah, before she really, Broadway, basically Broadway. Broadway. She never went to real school. Okay. Now, I know child labor laws, like, I'm sure she had to have a tutor. 
But that tutor could have just been like, hey, exactly. <laughs> she's not doing anything. Exactly. So they just say that like her career on Broadway at this young age is probably, you know, cultivating this like theory that she's illiterate. So then like, you know, she goes on, she does Glee. We get this fun fact that like she freaked out over the script. And then they were like, let's go to the Instagram. Okay. Everything on Instagram that she does, she just does emoji captions. Unless it's an ad. And then the ad is then well written, but then it's just like NYC, 17 emojis. Is that true? Erica, had, Erica did her research. Yeah, they had all of these things. But they were like, okay, here's another fun fact. Like, if she's on her own, you know, there's a thousand emojis. But, like, whenever she's with Jonathan Groff and she's in New York City, her Instagram has, like, a very different new style to the writing. Like, NYC slash slash, you know, with my favorite, Jonathan Groff, five emojis. Like, every time she's in New York City, there's this, like, Slash slash like caption to it, and they're like, "Is this Jonathan telling?" <laughs> Jonathan us? is inserting the is text. Is this post Corey passing? Oh yeah, this like conversation came out last summer, and he's been gone. This theory just came out. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I've only followed her on Instagram since Corey's passing. passing. I felt like Obviously. she could use a few more followers. <laughs> yeah. That was very generous. That's how I give giving support. I totally that's how I give support. Well, that, in, yeah. <laughs> in this day and age, that is how I yes. follow you. I like you. I see it. No, here, now it's you? becoming, I Venmo you a, a glass of wine <laughs> or like six dollars for a glass of wine. Becca. We use Square Cash now. <laughs> right, Venmo out. Dr. Lord, no, my friend works for Square. My, my, my best friend does work for Square. Okay. And as a avid Crooked Media fan, ah, they ah. Uh, use Square and the joke oh. is we're not using the other apps anymore. So Got as it. I owe you money for Dashboard Confessional, you can just buy my lot of since I was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, like we go on to talk about how like basically the only person that Leah Michelle has ever worked with from an acting perspective in television is Ryan Murphy. So maybe he's in on the fact that like she has to be told her lines. <laughs> you have to give her, you have to get, like put a little collar on her like a uh-huh. dog and buzz her. Buzz her when she has to speak. Um, <laughs> as they say, Ryan Murphy is also notorious for keeping secrets. So this is <laughs> yeah. the secret he could clearly keep. <laughs> I mean, Michelle they just like, continue read. to go on and on and on, and they were just like, you know, we truly do love Leah Michelle, but like, okay, look at these clips of the Glee cast back in the day on Ellen. They also believe <laughs> Ellen is evil because like she tries to do games to make her guests look like idiots. And so, in these games with the Glee cast, she's having them play Cards Against Humanity. Have you ever played? A few times. Okay, so you all know the rules. You have a bunch of cards. You try to use your card to answer the one on the table. So, if you're watching the video, all of the Glee kids are, like, you know, running through their cards and trying to figure out, like, what the right answer is that they want to, like, hand over to Ellen. And Leah just stands there with all of her cards and just, like, doesn't move and then just hands over the top card. And it doesn't make sense. And then, like, when Ellen's like, whose card is this? Leah's like, I don't know. And they're like, Leah, that's your card, sweetie. She's like, that's my card. They were like, did you not read what you turned in? And so she finally, at that, during that game, has a card that wins. And Chris Colfer goes... To, or as they kept calling her, Tina, because they couldn't remember the actress's name who plays Tina Ungley, Jenna Oshkowitz. But they were just like, you see Chris Colfer lean over and go, oh my God, I'm like, good for her for winning a, a word game. <laughs> like They were like, he also knows she's illiterate, and that's why he's so proud of her for winning a game about words. Like, she doesn't know words. <laughs> and I mean, it goes. This is the craziest theory. I know. It goes deeper and deeper and deeper. That like, anytime she signs books or CDs yeah. at events, her pen is never touching the paper, and you just see her like swirl, and then like the book is signed, so like everything comes pre-signed. 
And like, oh, here she is at like Atlantic she's Records. She's so illiterate she can't spell her name. <laughs> well, talk about the different signatures. Yeah, so she's at like Columbia Records or whoever she's signed with. And there's like an Instagram story. And she's like, here I am at Columbia Records signing the artist wall. And just like with chalk just like draws a line under her name. Okay, the, have we not well, all been there? Well, 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 well. But the Leah Michelle name signature is different than the one that signed in all of her books. Well, and now I have nine different signatures. <laughs> I will say no two signatures of mine have ever matched. So I'm I am notorious for an R and then a ton of lines just after. Oh, I'm the worst. I have a very specific signature, she though. She does. My signature always looks the same. Which I don't get that. It's like, who I has take the, pleasure. Who has the time? I, I take, like, almost sensual pleasure in writing my I name. I just feel, I'm not quite sure why I'm defending Leah Michelle <laughs> so much. It is unbelievable. It's not someone I'm attached to personally, <laughs> but... I can't believe someone she had. She's what in thirty? Maybe yeah. okay, close to it. Maybe yeah. like late twenties. We'll sure. say yeah. Even if she's just in her twenties, I can't believe someone of her fame, yeah. who has been signing autographs, yeah. wouldn't at least know how to spell her name. Yeah, that and like also she's so close with Emma Roberts, Julia Roberts' niece, and she has her own like book club. She's into I'm reading also so heavily. Does a literate mean you don't know letters? Like, I don't know. I know. We kind of had that conversation, that too. Like, what does it mean? That confused me, because I always knew illiterate to mean that you can't read, but therefore you can't write because you don't know Right. Words. But I didn't assume that that would mean you couldn't recognize... Like, even if I couldn't read, would I still know that my name is Rachel, and I I've always assumed that people would I, know. I would have done it enough. That illiterate people would at least know their names and be able to recognize A through Z in the alphabet. isn't that the first thing you learn how to spell, basically? I think so. Yeah. You learn, how to, you learn by, to write by writing your name, kind of. Right. Unless you never go to school. No, I have... So, I will okay. say, like I mentioned, <laughs> this is hitting Us Magazine today, and this... Like, this... Theory's been out since last summer with this podcast. And it's finally gained traction. And it's finally gained traction. And so, um, a... Hitting Us Weekly is off the cover of this poor girl. (laughs) I know. She's going to have to... Stars are just like us. They can't read. No. She's going to have to, like, go on Ellen and, like, sight read chapters of books now to prove And and apparently Ellen's evil. Yeah, you know, for sure. So what they could just coach her before and she could do it like a monologue. I'm just saying. Yeah, we're never going to So, um, what it goes on to say is, like, a fan tweeted to the actress, 31. FYI, she's 31. Oh, there we go. Um, oh, that no. she was probably most Life likely reporting. laughing her head off right now about these rumors. So Lee Michelle retweeted and denied it in the best way possible. I have loved reading this tweet and wanted to <laughs> write you back, <laughs> literally laughing out loud at all of this. Love you. So That's like, funny. Yeah, and like the podcast came but out. But we'll never was, know that that came from her. <laughs> that's an excellent first point. First that's a hard The first thing I would do, and I had money, the first thing I would do is hire an assistant oh, who could read. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's exactly what they were saying the entire time. Asked. Is that, like, yes, she has written stuff. She's done things. But then, like, here's a photo of her assistant with her phone. Like, of course. But so, anyway, the podcast goes on to say, like, listen, we are huge Leah fans. We are not mocking anybody's disabilities. We are just saying there are theories out there, and here are, is the proof that we have the to go along with it. mystery. Leave <laughs> Michelle reading right. Yeah. I don't know. We're, she can say. There's so much we're never going to know about the world, and this is just one of this those is just we're going to have to add to it. Mm-hmm. So funny, but yeah, I like I said, it's a podcast, but not a podcast. But it's a podcast, and it was so funny. And sometimes when I see Leah Michelle in interviews, I hear your voice. So, Fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh-huh. the way she talks in interviews sometimes remind me so much of you and like a coached person who doesn't know how to read <laughs> <laughs> you kind no, of just want to insulting your friends normally if you had said you remind me of Leah Michelle I'd be flattered but after this 
took a weird turn. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I want to say it. Forget it. Write it. Write it. <laughs> Eric and I, right before bed last night, just for funsies, rewatched the season 10 trailer of, of Real Housewives of New York. <laughs> it's epic. It's so good. What season are we in? I have to, to reference ten, what time 10 is one. coming out in Oh, this is yes, new one. this new one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, when I've seen Leah and Michelle on, like, Watch It Happens, because she's such a huge housewife fan, the way she's, like, excited about it and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, that reminds me so much of Rachel. You're a teacher, so I'm sure What's her you're... name, not Rachel? What's her name, Rachel? <laughs> yes, yes. Her character was yes. Rachel. Rachel Berry. Rachel Berry. Yeah. It's almost like you. Almost. But I know you can read it, right? She's a teacher. I do. I do. Oh, my God. All right. Rachel, did you... Was there a podcast episode or a show that you wanted to... You were dying to be on Podcast Rewind to relate to us? You guys do so much. I unfortunately gave away my new favorite podcast too soon when I was listening to Keep It recently. Oh, yeah. And, we have fun um, time as I've made it very clear, I'm not trying to hide anything. I am a huge Crooked Media fan. Yes. I love all their podcasts, and they're expanding. Um, they have a couple new ones on the horizon, which I just cannot wait for. Uh-huh. Um, but the newest one out is Keep It. Yeah, and so good. And Erica, you had said to me that my podcast, Doppelganger, was, you said Danielle. Uh, yes, right, as first, I said, okay. she can't carry a show. <laughs> you said, <laughs> but, okay, I'm I admit that you're not up now. Well, let's talk about the three ways I've insulted you. Well, let's do that. Let's run it over. Show. Two, I do think that, like, you, like, Danielle reminds me so much of you. Mm-hmm. Danielle Schneider from The Bit Sash. I can kind of hear it in your voice now that you, off. now that I'm thinking about Danielle, and I'm having talked to you the last hour and 12 minutes. Yeah, kind of, a little. Yeah. Right, so yeah. much. But then I think the piece de resistance of insult team was telling you that you reminded me a lot of Jackie O from Morning Breath, who was also uh, a Yeah, Jew. that's real shit now. <laughs> We're not all the same. We're not all the same. Rachel, weren't you Jewish? <laughs> yes. I am. And, and a redhead. And, and a redhead. And a one's redhead, yes. I've gotten a little darker recently, but yes. Because let's remind the folks. We don't know each other. Girls. We're out there listening. Who would assume we would? <laughs> Just to remind the folks the Morning Breath all girls are off Jews. the air because they're Nazis. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, they're not Nazis because Nazi they're Jewish. Lunch. Oh, yeah, that's They're right. They're anti-Muslim. Oh, anti-Muslim. That's yeah. what they were mad at. I'm sorry. All I hate's the same I, to me. This I is, don't see I, hate color. I've never... This is the girl with no job that held all that job. sister, yeah. Recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sister. Uh-huh. Is a cute little redhead, and they, she just reminded me of you. With the mom, who is also oh, crazy. Crazy yeah. town. Crazy which, is town. The one that, which is the one that tweeted at one point, I'm supporting terrorism by going to the cab or something. Yeah, one of the daughters did. Yeah. yeah. I think it was Jackie. Oh, good. Oh, good. That's so me. Yes. Okay, so now that you two are in a fight, this is going to be a great weekend. (laughs) What are we doing this weekend? This is so much fun. Don't worry, Rachel. I have a car. Like, I can take you away. I'm so sorry. It's going to be marching. Well, guys, I think that I'm going to be mediating couples therapy here. (laughs) might be. And so it may be time to wrap up Podcast Rewind. Before this goes south. Yeah, souther. Uh, we already know the episode, and so you guys, so rewinders, just so you know, we never name our episodes ahead of time. We listen, we record, and then we listen back, and we decide, like, did we have a weird theme? Did we say something yeah. funny enough to be the title? But as soon as we knew, Rachel, that you were going to be here, and you were going to be with us, we knew that the episode, or uh, title of this episode would be 
Roommate Rewind. Adorable. Right? So. Not Milk Carton Rewind? <laughs> well, well, maybe now. You'll find out when we listen in iTunes. So, it has been so much, much fun. fun. And what a great way to kick off this weekend. Yes. yes this is the first official thing we're doing together. Yes. yes. Weekend. Yes. And so, episode 23, Roommate Rewind. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. And until then. Be kind. Stay with us, Rachel. Rewind. And rewind. Oh, <laughs> All right, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.